In Oklahoma in 2001, Carol Sue Elvicker was with her daughter and granddaughter using a Ouija board. While playing with the board, it told Carol that her son-in-law was corrupted by evil and had to die. She grabbed a knife and while he was sleeping in the bedroom, stabbed him in the chest. He bled to death while calling out for his family for help as they looked on. But this wasn't enough. Carol turned to her 10-year-old granddaughter and tried to kill her before her daughter was able to get the knife away from her. The four women decided to escape the crime scene. They escaped in the car with Carol behind the wheel. While Carol was driving, she tried to plow the car into the sign to kill them. When this didn't work, she got out of the car with two broken ankles and tried to shove her 15-year-old granddaughter into traffic. This also failed, and Carol hobbled off into the woods while removing her clothing. Carol had no history of mental illness or strange behaviors. There were also no signs of drug or alcohol in her system. Carol was found naked, hiding in the woods, and was eventually sentenced to time in a psychiatric hospital for the first-degree murder of her son-in-law. My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we, we are, are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get real creepy. <laughs> so we have a little different type of episode for you that we're going to start doing at least once a month, and then we'll see how it goes. Like we said in the beginning of this podcast, we weren't, we weren't quite sure what all it was going to entail. We knew that it would be horror movies. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But we wanted to talk about other stuff, too. We yeah. had so many creepy things we were into. The reason we like horror movies is because we like scary, paranormal. Mm-hmm. So these will be called Haunted Happy Hours. So welcome for the first episode. And it's happy hour because <laughs> we're going to drink. Yes. Um, so we're going to be drinking, and we actually have turned all the lights down in our recording room. We've got some candles going. It's a very spooky vibe, so, we're you know. We're going to freak each other out. Yeah, I know <laughs> um, drinking and podcasting is not some people's jam, so if it's not yours, we've still got our regular episodes scheduled and our hype episodes mm-hmm. and things like that will come up. So if this isn't your jam, no hard feelings. But if you just want to hear some really spooky stuff, this episode we're going to be talking all about Ouija boards. We had three listeners send in their stories, and we have um, some history things and just gonna get real real spooky with these uh fucking boards yeah. that nobody should use ever yeah absolutely and the story you guys just heard we heard already about one person i'm sorry that that has to be a possession oh for sure that was my sorry and we're drinking so i'm gonna be moving around yeah it yeah, for this sure one's has to not be gonna be hard edited you guys You're no gonna hear sounds <laughs> well, we got alcohol and notes <laughs> and all sorts of stuff but yeah, so I definitely would think it was, especially if she had no history of being, like, weird. Nothing. They're just playing with the Ouija board, and then she kills her son-in-law, tries to kill both granddaughters. And then, like, her daughter's just like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. You know, if you just, if my mom killed my husband, like, I'd be like, I love you, but I'm calling the police and you're Yeah, going to jail. she's a whole other part of it, but the spooky par- <laughs> paranormal part of it, yeah. she had to have been possessed. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's hobbling on broken ankles into the woods naked. Yeah. Oh, my God, no. And that's a real story. What are you drinking? I am drinking Red's Apple Ale. It's mm. pretty good. We got our bitch beers going on tonight. Yeah, we do. I've been trying to work on work on my fitness, so I've just got a Henry's Hard Sparkling Water. Blueberry lemon, though. Is yeah. it good? I mean, it tastes like sparkling water. It's like oh. you get a little bit of blueberry Not and a little bit of much. lemon. 
But since Colorado just changed their laws, it's full strength alcohol. So <laughs> I got to go to Safeway and get it where you used to not be able to do that. You had to go to the liquor store. So, you know, small victories. <laughs> and plus, we haven't eaten a ton and we're both lightweights because we don't drink a lot, which is why this is going to work in the short time frame. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, buckle up, you guys. It's going to be a spooky one. I, I think it will be, but we're also drinking in the dark with candles, so it looks like we're summoning a demon anyways. That's true. I don't know. I was getting creeped out just doing research on this stuff. I don't know about you. Um, The stories that I got sent from our listeners, mm-hmm. holy shit. I was writing, like, I didn't write them, but I was typing them into Microsoft Word so I could just print them into easy Word documents mm-hmm. and then, you know, edit them a little bit just for time's sake, but... Holy, sh- I was like, nah, y'all got these from, like, y'all read this right. somewhere, but dude, they're insane. So I'm excited to talk about them. So Ouija boards started out as purely a parlor game. Nobody thought they were supernatural at all until one spiritualist named Pearl Coran in Illinois popularized it as a divining tool. So she was the first spiritualist to think that she could talk to people through it. Hmm. Uh, 1913, Pearl started communicating with Patience Worth, who lived in the 1600s in England. She talked to Pearl through the board for years until November 25th, 1937. She was told by Patience that she was going to die, even though she was perfectly healthy. And even though she was perfectly healthy, she actually developed pneumonia and died on December 3rd, 1937. Mm. So that was pretty quick. Her friend wanted her. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> so talking boards, but that was the first time Ouija boards were used for something spiritual. But talking boards go all the way back to uh, 1100 AD in China and have been found throughout so all ancient civilizations have something like it, including Greece, India, Rome, and even medieval Europe. They mm-hmm. did stuff like this. After the death of so many young men in the Civil War, spiritualism started to go across America. That's when the movement really started. Because people wanted to talk to their dead. That's fucking sad, Isn't that really sad? I mean, I get it, but yeah, that's sad. Yeah. So it took hold in the United States, and talking boards were used to help people contact their loved ones. So in all these seances and stuff, not everyone used them, but some people used talking boards. Yeah. In 1890, Elijah Bond patented a planchet and a board with the alphabet, and in 1901, Bond's employee, William Fold, started production of the boards under the name Ouija. Hmm. The founder of the company that manufactured the boards said he learned the name from using the board and that it was an ancient Egyptian word meaning good luck. But when Fold took over the production, he popularized that the name came from the combination of the French and German word for yes. So we and ya. Oh. What did I call it today? Because I was typing and I accidentally put Quija. Quija <laughs> <laughs> board. That's Quija board. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to just, uh, we're going to kind of go back and forth between some background and some stories. But I've got a story and this is actually from somebody we work with. Her name is Jody, And she said, oh yeah, something happened to me in like the mid nineties. I mean, it. Well, it was a really long time ago, and I was like, I don't care. Yeah, Send it. So exactly. I'm going to read her email to me. So my story happened around the mid-90s, like maybe 1994. There were a bunch of girls that all grew up on the same street. It was the middle of the summer, and we couldn't do anything, as we were only in our early teens, so we couldn't go out on our own. So she had a friend, Amanda. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> And Amanda had the idea to make a homemade Ouija board, and she made it out of construction paper and chalk. And Jody said it was almost, it was like to the T. 
accurate. So they played it on the side of Jody's parents' house, which was dangerous in itself because she said if my dad would have caught us, it would have been my butt. But she, <laughs> her ass would have gotten beat, I think is what she's saying. I don't remember exactly what we used for the handle, so the planchet, but whatever we used worked. The name spelled out was George. So we were like, okay, cool. Nice to meet you, George. Later that night, we were hanging out at my friend Beth's house, and we noticed a white floating figure in her tree outside. Ew. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) No, it gets worse. We also noticed that he had a thumb that was dripping blood. Like, specifically a thumb. Are you done or are you done? Like... (laughs) Only one in. Oh and we're already done. Okay. <laughs> oh god, I lost my place. <laughs> oh, naturally, naturally, we all freaked the hell out and went screaming to our homes and told our parents. My parents have been like, "Well, what are you gonna do about George? You fucking brought him Why out. Why are you playing? Okay, stop fucking around with <laughs> demons and shit, man." <laughs> they didn't believe us at first till we told them that George was still there and that he was no longer in the tree. But he was running up and down the street. Oh, God. Oh, my God. No. What? Running up and down the street. Do you Uh, think he was, like, running to find them? I don't know. Why was he running at all? Okay. (laughs) Why was he running at all? That's a powerful spirit. (laughs) Okay. You're making me lose my place. (laughs) We were freaking out and crying so bad, and it was so bad that Amanda's parents had to call in their priest. If you got your priest, like, they must be, like, close, I would assume. Smart. Yeah. (laughs) I remember getting our house walked through and holy water was everywhere. After about a few hours, things calmed down and there was no sign of George. I have never touched a Ouija board since. It's not the scariest story, but I learned my lesson that night. Those boards are real and they do work. Not the scariest story. If I saw... That's pretty fucking scary. That's really fucking scary. Imagine seeing a white figure that you had seen blood on just running up and down. Dude. Like, part of it is humorous to me because I'm just picturing, you know, those internet videos where it's like ghost story and then you see somebody in a white sheet just running across the (laughs) But that's not it. No. mm -mm. That was definitely scary, Jody. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I don't want to work with you anymore. You got stuff attached no, to you, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that's a ghost we have in our office. She smells like roses. Oh, George smells like roses. Jeez, Jody, you and brought him in. And he fucking my desk. He does. And my light flickers every time I turn it on, but the bulb's fine. God, this is haunted. I'm making realizations oh about arms. Work ghost. Okay, back to you. So this is just a quick one for all you film lovers out there. We wanted to go through and see how Ouija boards started in film. And there honestly wasn't a lot of information out there. So I just went through and went and found a list of all the films that have Ouija boards in them, really, the horror movies. So here is a list if anybody wants to write them down, anybody wants to check them out. A bunch of these I've seen, they're pretty good. Starting with The Uninvited in 1944. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Then we have The Exorcist, of course, which Mm -hmm. we talked about, 1973. Captain Howdy. Allison's Birthday, 1981. I have not seen that, but I'm assuming they play it at Allison's Birthday, and that's horrible. <laughs> well, that's when most of this, I think a lot of this stuff happens is, like, at sleepovers and stuff. Like, right? one of the stories that I have coming up was, like, at a, like, sleepover type no. situation. Yeah. Uh, Deadly Messages, 1985. Awakenings, 1990. The whole Witchboard series. So, one, two, three, starting in 1986, ending in 1995. What Lies Beneath in 2000, one of my personal favorites because I like found footage, Paranormal Activity in mm-hmm. 2007, Ouija 2007, 
the Ouija experiment, which you told me about in yeah. 2011. So can I segue yeah. real quick? Okay, so the Ouija experiment was filmed in Dallas, and I'm from Dallas, and I lived there until I was 23. And so I've not been in Colorado that long. I was born and raised in Dallas, and my friend Annie and I went to what's called the Inwood Theater for all you Texas people. And it's a really cool theater. Uh, we did this for her birthday. I bought us tickets. They they do like the Rocky Horror Picture Show showings and do a lot of classic movies. Like the ones or they'll where do you a throw special stuff series. at the yeah. and stuff. Oh, I want to go to one yeah, of Yeah, the interactive ones. Yeah. And they have basically love seats that extend. So Annie and I are like short. So we're like laying down in yeah. this theater. It's really cool. And since it was a Dallas movie, Inwood was showing it. And... When I saw it in theaters, oh my god, Annie and I were so freaked out. I've watched it again, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's okay. But like in theaters at the time, because well, we were like say, 19, like something happened in the theater. Well, yeah. So Ooh. after the movie was over, there's a little girl in the movie, and then the actual actress of the little girl started walking around the theater oh because the whole cast was there I and the director it. but we didn't know that watching the movie and they came out afterwards and did like a Q&A but yeah that little girl they sent her out to like Ugh. giggle and twirl and say hi to people no. and we were like oh fuck <laughs> you, you made me from? jump when you did that <laughs> <laughs> but seriously like, can you like watching one of those creepy kid movies and then the creepy kids fucking behind no, you in the shit. theater I don't even I never even wanted to go see cats because there's like people in there with you let alone the creepy people with you <laughs> No. Yeah. I mean, they were really nice and she was really cute, but I don't know if Annie remembers that. I hope she does because that's one of my favorite movie experiences ever. And I don't have that movie, but I should get it. And we should talk about it maybe next year. I know our schedule's full for 19, but maybe in 2020 we can um, do yeah, it. I mean, we're talking about it and what we're going to do probably for next year. Yeah. We can true. talk about that. Yeah. Cool. I only have three others. We know about the most recent couple i'm not even gonna say series because there's two of them we have ouija from 2014 and then ouija 2 which actually a lot of people seemed to like i haven't seen either one of them i have not either no. i've seen the first one it was bad second one i haven't <laughs> seen yet <laughs> in 2016 and then uh i am zozo from 2012 which i looked at a little bit and it has to do with pazuzu so i was about to say is zozo the demon yeah oh, oh no, <laughs> thank you i think you would like ouija experiment because it's found footage I want to see it because you were yeah. talking it up, mm -hmm. but I definitely can't watch it by myself. I mean, it has a, I think it has a really low Rotten Tomatoes score, but I, I, I like it because of the experience that I had and it could be like the worst movie on the planet and I'm, I'm still going to be excited about it, but it really wasn't bad. I didn't think it was bad at all. It had an interesting storyline. So we'll have to put that on our list, but you should watch I'm it down. before then either way. Oh God. So this next story was submitted by Alex. I've reached out to both these people to see if they want me to plug their socials. If they do, I will add it into the description, but I wasn't quite sure. I should have asked in advance, but this was submitted by Alex. When I was 13, my friends and I watched a YouTube video on how to summon a loved one via a Ouija board. That's there when are I woke YouTube down. videos for that? I'm sure there's YouTube videos for everything. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> It was two of my friends and myself. My friend Maddie's grandfather had just died and she had heard about a Ouija board from a scary movie. Which, why would you watch a scary movie and then be like, yeah, I'm going to do Let's that. Do because it. usually in the scary movies when you summon a, something from a Ouija board, it's bad. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Like Pet Cemetery. And I don't know how old Alex is, so I don't know, like, what movie that could have been. Mm -hmm. Like, when they were that like old. When so. they watched it? Yeah, yeah. She gave her 17-year-old sister about $25 and her sister went to somewhere in the mall and bought it. Probably Spencer's, because that's where I bought mine when I was 17. <laughs> we sat on my bedroom floor. We weren't really scared because we hadn't learned enough about spirits and demons to realize what we were, what we could be doing. 
We sat in a circle around the board and each put fingers on what we called the letter guider. If you don't know what's a planchet, that's a pretty good word for it. Maddie basically kept asking if her grandfather was there. We waited and nothing happened. Then she asked if her grandfather could hear her and the letter guider moved to yes. Somebody can hear you. (laughs) I don't think it's your grandfather. We all screamed, but in the kind of nervous, shrilly, excited way. So they like squealed basically is what I'm thinking, what I'm seeing in my head. Then we all just started blaming each other for moving it. We kept asking it questions, but it didn't respond for about 30 minutes and we gave up. I had a bunk bed and an old VHS TV in my room, and when we went to sleep, we put on a VHS tape of The Little Mermaid. Classic. (laughs) About 20 minutes in, the TV turned itself off. We turned it back on and kept watching. About 10 minutes later, the tape audio started being really weird, like the tape was warped. It was really weird, deep tones. And then the picture kept getting these fuzzy lines like a VHS tape does when the tape is screwed up. I just figured the tape was messed up, so I popped it out and put it in Cinderella. Same thing happened. I started to get a little freaked out, but my friends were starting to fall asleep, so I just turned the TV off and tried to go to sleep. At some point in the night, one of my friends woke me up because two of the pictures that were hanging on my wall had fallen down and woken her up. (laughs) (laughs) When I woke up, I saw that the TV that I had turned off was on, but it was just quiet static. I was super freaked out. I also could have sworn the letter guider wasn't in the same place we left it, but I couldn't remember. The next morning I felt better, but the TV would come off and on all night, every night, for the next week or two. Every tape I put in was messed up. Sometimes when it would come on, it would be really loud even if the volume was low. Nothing else really ever happened, and then it finally stopped. I'm glad that it was nothing worse, but I'll definitely never mess with one again. I don't even like being in the same place as them, even Halloween stores and decorations. Ew. It's like poltergeisty. I hate that. Like her TV was messed up. Cause I like, hate that. You know, like, so you know how, I don't know if your TV did this, but you'd watch a VHS when you were going to sleep and then you would forget to turn the TV off and you wake up and it's like, yeah, really loud. Oh, that's literally the scariest thing ever. I have a ghost story that I actually forgot to tell you. I thought I had. You've never told me? I thought I had oh. told you all this stuff. I, I'm another. ready. Bring that it on. That just reminded me. So I was probably, so the house that the little girl came running into my room. Yeah. Okay. I'm telling you, this house was... Was that in Manitou? No. It was in oh. Olcara City. Oh, okay. That house was definitely overly haunted. Had so many Icky. people in it. And I had someone sleeping over at my house one mm-hmm. night, and I was sitting in bed, and she's sitting on the floor in her little sleeping bag, and we're watching a movie, and there's a button on a on old-fashioned TVs that you push in and out to turn it on and off. We sat there watching the movie and watched that button push in no and back out by absolutely itself, not and it turned off yeah fuck no <laughs> yes that oh. fucking happened Mm-mm. i had i can't believe i forgot to tell you that i that can't for sure either happened. i can't believe you forgot to tell me either yep god it's like i don't even know you <laughs> <laughs> oh also you need to talk about your dream oh shit okay. we're talking about possession and stuff okay you need to talk about your dream all right so, if we were doing the spooky short stories for a little while, and we wrote those, and we still might do them every now and then, but we try to, we have our entire 2019 scheduled mm-hmm. out completely, and it was a lot of pressure to watch all these movies. We take diligent notes when we're watching the movies, so while we love it, it's kind of like work also. Yeah. And so these spooky stories really put a lot of pressure on us to be creative. And sometimes you're just not feeling creative. So when we have one, we'll probably write it. Yeah, exactly. 
So one of the spooky stories that I did about the girl, Sarah, I think it was spooky story number two, episode two, I want to say that was actually a dream I had, but I was Sarah. So I have really vivid nightmares. Mm -hmm. They're nightmares. Like I very rarely have like just normal everyday thing kind of dreams you know? I don't know how you deal with them because they are so vivid they freak me out when you tell me about them later you know I don't I think it's just all it's always happened to me and I don't know if maybe that's because I have blocked out having paranormal experiences while I'm awake mm-hmm. and maybe things happen you know when you're sleeping because your mind is your more subconscious open. is trying to deal with it yeah maybe but I had a dream and I have lots of them but this is just the most recent And if I'm leaving anything out, because I already told you, let me know. Oh, I'll bring it up. Okay. So I had a dream that I was not myself in this dream, which is really weird. Usually I know who I am and I am me, but I was not Amanda in this dream. I don't know who I was, but I was still a girl, same age. So it was some version of me, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And I had a family. It was my mother, a younger sister, which I don't have a sister in real life, and Mm -hmm. an older brother, which I do have a brother, but he's younger than me, and it's just the two of us, so it wasn't even, like, my actual family dynamic, and my mom in the dream wasn't my real mother in real life. Looked different, like, different, just different person, and we were kind of carrying on as normal, but we had known that she's been possessed by a demon. Right. Like, we knew that. But it was like she could still go out and do, like, everyday things. It was weird, like, doctor's appointments and grocery shopping. And it wouldn't, like, manifest all the time. Mm -hmm. But as all possessions do, it got stronger and stronger until she was finally bedridden. And I ended up being her caretaker, which I don't know why, because I'm not that brave (laughs) with (laughs) demons. Uh, But I was her caretaker. And I knew when it was my mom and when it was the demon Mm -hmm. because my mom and I could just be talking and laughing and you know I would ask her like what does the demon make you want to do when it like presents itself and she's like well the reason I can't go out in public anymore is because it wants me to yell obscenities at people and call them names and degrade them and and things like that things that could get her in trouble or hurt or shot Mm -hmm. like out in public and as I'm talking to her about this and we're laughing about it trying to keep good humor the eyes completely dilate and blow out. God, I hate that. And that's when Just I... Just thinking of that. Yeah, that's when I know that my mom is not my mom anymore. So her pupils blow <sighs> completely out. They're completely black. And then I'm like, oh shit, like I'm not dealing with my mom anymore. But I'll just like still talk to the demon, trying to like... Ew. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But um, eventually it gets to the point where we haven't restrained my mother for, for like some for reason. some reason. And so I'm like trying to talk to her but eventually it's like the demon part isn't going away anymore like it has been cutting in and out normal eyes dilated eyes normal eyes dilated eyes but now it's not really changing Mm -hmm. so then I get my siblings have I missed anything so far no okay then I get my siblings and I'm like okay this is just demon now we're not dealing with mom anymore like it's done so we're like well how do we fix this how do we get this out of her body and I, we just basically start beating the shit out of it, <laughs> like physically beating the shit out of this demon that has like in my mom's body, but like, we know it's not my mom and like, it like lunges at us and it does all the contortion stuff where its leg is over Ew. its shoulder and it's like laughing at us and 
not turning its head all the way around like an owl, like Reagan, but just like looking behind it and snickering and crawling at us. And at one point, for some reason, the sister and I ended up like with our bodies under the bed, looking up at the ceiling. And then it was over us and looking down at us. Oh my God. I don't know why we were fucking under the bed. Like that was stupid, but I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, and I think at some point it was like, on top of like a dresser or something it was just like a spidery kind of demon Ooh, i remember you telling me that it was biting at you guys oh yeah it was uh so the morning i woke up from this dream i didn't want to step off the bed and i didn't know why until i was thinking about my dream and it was trying to bite our achilles tendons from oh, under the bed oh my god that's so yeah gross yeah and scary yeah Oh, by the way, if anybody makes this a movie, I'm going to sue the shit out of you. <laughs> but basically, like, my brother came in and started beating it with like with a dining room chair or something. And so basically, I had some point ended up grabbing its long hair and just, like, beating its face it. into the ground. And I was knocking a bunch of teeth out. And there was just, like, a puddle of blood with teeth in it. And eventually, we just beat this demon so bad that it left. And then... Our mom came back and then her teeth started regenerating and her body started completely healing itself like a starfish. (laughs) (laughs) So like we knew for somehow we knew that beating the shit out of the demon physically wasn't actually beating the shit out of our mom and killing her. And then we were like, fuck this. We're living on this farm. We're going to actually go live in the city and maybe this won't happen. I don't know. So we packed our shit and moved that day. Oh, your dreams. I, I don't know how you sleep sometimes. Because they're horrible. Yeah, I don't... Sometimes I wake up and I'm really freaked out, but usually I'm like... I wake up and I'm like, oh, that fucking sucks. (laughs) Like, that was scary, and then I just go back to sleep. Or I wake up for the day and text you. (laughs) So. That's so different from me, because I told you how when I have nightmares, quote unquote, I don't anymore. My Mm -hmm. subconscious is so good at not wanting me to be afraid that I've said it in the past, the grudge scares me. And I was thinking through our women in horror episode when we got to the woman who played the grudge Mm -hmm. my mind was thinking about it all the way through and i got to that and i just shut it down yeah and i don't dream at all so for for you to have to deal with that i'm like no (laughs) no 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 it makes for some cool stories like i've got a couple like i've told you that i'm waiting to throw them into the podcast in some capacity so well they always have to do with eyes changing oh, too. Say like the alien one yes the alien yeah. one is what i was thinking about so you'll get it eventually i just don't know when <laughs> so in the 1920s the ouija board became more prevalent and so did the scary stories oh i bet so the first one we have in 1921 the new york times reported that a chicago woman was sent to can't see you guys because we're in the dark <laughs> a chicago woman was sent to the psychiatric hospital and tried to explain to doctors that she went crazy. But the Ouija board spirits told her to leave her mother's dead body in the living room for 15 days before burying it in the backyard. Ew. Yeah. 15? Why 15? That's weird. That's like... And the candles. That's like uh, oddly specific. Yeah, she's just like... Her dead body's just rotting in the living room. Yeah. What the fuck? In 1930, two women in Buffalo, New York, murdered another woman on the encouragement of Ouija board messages. And it was even worse because looking into it more, it was two Native American women. And mm. I mean, they already murdered somebody, but they're especially not going to get any. No. Yeah. <laughs> in 1933, a mother and daughter went to prison when the 15-year-old daughter shot her father twice in the back when the Ouija board told her to kill him. 
These are all true stories, you guys. These were in news articles. This is what real people did after being told by Ouija boards. Yeah. The point of these little haunted happy hours is for them to be real, which is why yeah. they're so scary. I wonder if they, like, because they, they sound like possession. Because, like, if I did a Ouija board and it was, like, kill her, I'd be like, no. Yeah, Bye. exactly. Like, <laughs> you know. For her to just go, yeah, sure, I'm going to go shoot him in the back. Yeah, no problem. In 1987, a group of Satanist friends, and I, I had actually heard about this one before, huh. um, because I, I watch a lot of creepy shit and murder stuff. So, in 1987, a group of Satanist friends went on a road trip and picked up a man, tortured him, killed him, and dumped the body on the word of a Ouija board. They carved an inverted cross on his chest, robbed him, shot him seven times in the head, neck, and torso, and they left his body in his own car. I wonder what entity is telling them to, to do, do this. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like specifically which demon is it? <laughs> yeah. Or angry spirit or, or like on a positive note, what if that person murdered someone and then was like, kill this guy. And it's like poetic justice. Oh, like he was a, a murderer. Yeah. And... and then the spirit in the Ouija board was like, kill that dude. <sighs> Maybe, Maybe it was the slain person. Yeah. <laughs> And probably not, but, you know, <laughs> we can could hope, be, yeah. But... In 1995, in London, two Satanist men messing around with a Ouija board saw it spell kill. One man got too freaked out by this, and he tried to leave. The other man viciously killed him by stabbing him in the head, neck, and chest 11 times. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. This is the killer's words, okay? All of a sudden, I started attacking him. A voice in my head said, kill him. The Ouija board told me to buy the knife, and the demon madness told me to kill him. The glass spelled out, kill. You think my dreams are weird now? I know. tonight. I know, right? That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) So the longest story that I was sent was submitted by Brianna, and this one is, to me... I don't know, Jody's white person running down the street. That's pretty scary. Yeah, that was horrible. But this one is really spooky. Like, I mean, they're all spooky, honestly, but oofta. Okay. <laughs> so Brianna starts with, first of all, I'm an idiot, and I accept that. <laughs> okay, okay. Good for you. At least you are acknowledging that you made a bad decision. When I was in middle school and high school, I wanted to be the weird, edgy girl that did witchcraft and freaked out all the other kids. Okay, me. I had a group of friends that were also weirdos, and we decided that one day at school, we would play with a Ouija board. And even if nothing happened, we would pretend that it did, and we put one person in charge of moving the planchette if they were needed. (laughs) So they were just going to fake it out, even if nothing happened. (laughs) They were ready. (laughs) So we went outside to our normal table and whipped out this homemade board. We carved it into a big wooden cutting board we stole from my mom and used a glass as a planchet. No I'm assuming teachers? she means like a cup glass, like drinking glass. What? No teachers saw you? Teachers at my school would have been like, that. They don't want to talk to the weird Ouija board kids. What if they curse <laughs> them? <laughs> we basically just asked the spirits to communicate with us and send us a message. We sat there for about 10 minutes and then it spelled out why. Just the word why. We asked why what? And it replied, why me? We all kind of assumed it was the guy we told to move the planchet. <laughs> we had to stop after the why me, and we were all just, hey man, good job, that was creepy as shit. And he's like, no, I promise that wasn't me. We all laughed it off, but then things got scary. 
I'm sure, because you just summoned a demon. (laughs) (laughs) That night, I went home and was in my room listening to music and doing homework. I thought I heard footsteps outside my bedroom, but I clearly heard the rest of my family in the kitchen. At night, I would wake up to footsteps, but they were always different. Sometimes it would be really slow, and sometimes it would be running outside my bedroom. Ew, ew, (laughs) ew. Oh my god. What is with these running ghosts? Oh my god. (laughs) After a few days, it came up with my friends, and they were also hearing footsteps at night. One of my friends even said she saw a woman's silhouette standing in her closet. Fuck that. No. Oh my god, no. Kristen has left the chat. Oh my god. This is why I have cats. I'm sorry. Because if weird shit happens in the middle of the night, I can blame them. <laughs> they're nocturnal. They're running around being weird. Oh my god. She convinced herself it was her jacket. What the fuck? It's not your jacket. Get out. <laughs> when I went home, I felt really heavy. I was angry and depressed. I have struggled with depression before, but this was different. I couldn't eat. The footsteps were keeping me up, so I couldn't sleep. I started not doing homework, and I was a good student, and my family irritated me to the point that I was picking stupid fights. One night, I had a dream that a woman in her 20s or 30s was standing across from me in what looked like a concert hall or an auditorium. She just stared at me, and then she fell to her knees and screamed. No. I'm just backing away. (laughs) The next morning, I woke up and said, I'm sorry, but please leave. Please leave me alone. I got in my car, and before I went to school, I felt no relief. I sat in my driveway, and I just started screaming, get out of my car, get out of my life. I'm sorry you're sad, but you are not welcome here. As the day went on, I felt better. After a few weeks of paranoia, I finally was able to sleep again. I really think that telling spirits firmly to leave you alone will make them leave. But even still, sometimes I have dreams of the same woman, and it scares me because what if she's still there and following me? I don't know. Every now and then I still say, if you are with me, please leave me alone. I told my friends to do that, and we haven't really talked about it since, but that was six years ago, and we've all moved on to college and jobs and stuff, so who knows? Ew. I told you that would get you the most. So, you guys, we kept all this stuff separate. I do not know these stories until Amanda's reading them to me right now, Mm -hmm. and she didn't know my stories. Yeah. So, these are honest reactions of, no, oh my god, no, I don't, y'all should see her face right now. (laughs) I'm so upset. Ouija boards are horrible. I won't touch them. I won't have them around me. No, this is why, this is why. I feel like I should go on tour to tell, don't play with Ouija boards. Don't Like do a dare it. program, but for Ouija boards. <laughs> go to all the elementary schools. Yes. No, because then somebody's going to be like, okay, fine, I'll That's do it. That's true. That's true. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Well, you yeah. say you don't want to be around Ouija boards, but you know there's one in the closet. I know, and I hate that so much. We're telling these stories, and I'm like. I have one in the the closet. Not that closet. Okay. It's not in the, that one that you're looking at. Okay. It's in the one out in the like the coat closet I'm in the scared. front. It's getting so we did this and it's still light out right now, but it's slowly getting darker and, and you're it's getting like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh my god. It doesn't have anything to do with the alcohol, does it? Maybe that too. <laughs> <laughs> so you've never played with a Ouija board, even like in your adolescence. Hell no, never gonna fucking happen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have I have twice. No. I have played with it once, so I have enough people around me that I see. Like I don't need to bring people to me. Yes, 
But what if they want to talk to you? Fuck that shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm, I'm not going to fuck with you either. But when I was in high school, I want to say I was maybe 17, I bought a glow-in-the-dark Ouija board from Spencer's. I think it's a Parker Brothers, Glow you know. Glow-in-the-dark. Right. Spooky. <laughs> I liked weird shit. I still like weird shit. And we just set it on my dining room table. I think it was my friend Brittany... I can't remember who exactly we were with, but we tried it and nothing happened. It didn't work. And that's my only experience with it. I got really lucky, I feel, Mm -hmm. because some woman could have followed me home and shown up in my dreams screaming. Yeah, Maybe that's what your fucking dreams are about. Huh, maybe. I just kind of assumed they were like traumatic issues that are just manifesting as horror movies because that's all it knows. I don't know. But uh, I have, if you've listened to episode one, you know that I have a Ouija board. And one of my husband's coworkers said she would take it off my hands, but we just haven't gotten it out of the house yet. Mm-hmm. So that was months ago. So uh-huh. I think it's just here to, st- here to stay. <laughs> <clears throat> Bradley. I don't think it wants to leave. Stop saying that. I'm sorry. <laughs> But uh, I'm just going to really quick tell this story again, because you, if you've listened to episode one, you probably don't want to hear it again. But we are talking about Ouija boards, so th- I'm going to talk about it just in case you're just now joining us. So I bought a 1972 Parker Brothers Ouija board. So that was one of the first, that was like the first circulation of Parker Brothers Ouija boards that they put on wood and mm-hmm. the plasticky wood and had a planchet and it, you open it and it smells like cigarette smoke mm. and just like old. Um, and I was super into it. One of my friends had a collector's store and he just found it, I think at a Goodwill, which is where haunted things go to die and be bought by some unsuspecting collector. Like For me. the Warrens to pick them up later. Exactly. So I bought it and he shipped it to me and I was super excited. I immediately opened it up and um, looked at it, took pictures of it and all that stuff because I was so excited. That was probably over the, well, I bought it when I was visiting my mother. And I, so that was probably April. Okay. I think I got it in May of last year. And then I didn't get it out until October. Yeah. I got it out because it was Halloween and I took all the stuff off my mantle. And then, of course, I put up like my Halloween decorations. Mm-hmm. And it, I was like, oh, the Ouija board was, would look really cool up on my mantle. And it did. Right? It, it was cute. Yeah. Yeah. It was cute. Yeah. And then you came over one night and we were watching the Evil Dead remake, which scares the shit out of me. And it's just spooky. And we were sitting on my sectional and apparently you saw some shit. Yeah. We were watching a scary movie and I'm trying to be big and bad and go, you know, I'm only getting creeped out because it's a horror movie. And mm-hmm. I shouldn't because I love horror movies. So I need to calm the fuck down. It's not a big deal. There's... But what I, what I saw, and why I say this, you guys, is I don't actually see figures. I feel figures. Mm -hmm. So I knew that there was a man standing in your kitchen. I'm creeping myself out because it's a horror movie, right? Yeah, that's it. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not actually seeing anybody standing there, so I must be lying to myself. Mm -hmm. And then Bradley. 
So after that, I used to go over to your house all the time. Now we record here on the days we used to just hang out. Mm-hmm. But I used to go over to your house. And so I wouldn't be home until like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. So we'd usually watch a scary movie and then I'd come home. And I came home one night and Brad just stays home and he plays PlayStation. Like he doesn't like scary movies. He's not into haunted stuff, as I've said a million times over this, you know, four, three, three and a half months we've been doing this podcast. And he was like, I feel watched when you're not home. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you walk in the door, it goes away. Like, I don't feel anything and I don't feel threatened at all, but I definitely feel like I'm being watched when you're not here. And I was like, okay, that's fucking weird. Because like I said, he he's not into this stuff. He yeah. doesn't really buy into it. Exactly. Um, he just kind of thinks it's hokey shit, you know? He puts more stock into it when someone who doesn't believe in it. And when someone's skeptic, yeah. yeah. And they're like, I'm kind of freaked out when you're not here. Yeah. And he says, even when like I'm out here and you're like in the garage or in the bedroom and not with me, I don't feel it. Which I guess is like because then it turns its attention to me, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. But I came to work the next day and I was like, dude, Brad feels watched in our house. Mm-hmm. And that's when you told me. And I had to have been white when you said yeah. it. Because I, I had already felt it, but I was playing it off as it was nothing. Yeah. Like most people do when they experience something like that. But as soon as someone else is also going, hey, I felt it too. And it's not in a scary scenario. Mm-hmm then I was right. Mm -hmm. And I was doubting myself for no reason. Yeah. That was a Friday uh, that I told you that. So I went home that Friday night and I was so distracted. I even forgot we had plans. We were supposed to go to Whole Foods and I just totally spaced (laughs) because I was so distracted. And I was so scared in my house because I hadn't felt anything. I was sleeping like a fucking baby. I wasn't having... Did you hear that? Did you hear that? heard that i want to cry <laughs> you guys i don't know if you just heard that in the mic but uh we're talking about my haunted ouija board and some nobody's home even the dogs aren't home turning the light on <laughs> i can't hold on she's gonna turn the light on i can't light is on okay i want to vomit now please don't do that you know how i feel oh, about God. vomit so i was so scared to be alone in my house that i took the dog to PetSmart for like two and a half hours because Brad was ref in a hockey game and he was getting it home around nine. So I tried to go to the bedroom and like watch South Park and stuff and like no big deal. But mm-hmm. like, I just couldn't, I couldn't not think about it. So uh, yeah, I left and then we smudged my house and mm-hmm. then it went away for in- a little while. Until you decided a picture was, was needed. Okay, well, we did the Exorcist episode as episode two, and I had all of the movies, and then I had a Ouija board, like Captain Howdy. I took pictures of all the movies on the Ouija board with the the planchet, and I put the planchet on the board. And And then you put the board away. And then I, it was out for like 15 minutes tops. And then it was back in the closet. Yeah, and then I put it back up in the closet. Okay, this is off topic, but it's kind of important. So I want to paint a picture for you guys on how Amanda's house is. Mm-hmm. You walk in the door and you're in her living room. And that living room straight ahead of you is connected basically to the kitchen, mm-hmm. which is the wall where the Ouija board was on, mm-hmm. which is where I saw him in the kitchen. Oh, you didn't see him by the fridge? You saw him on the cabinet wall? No, I saw him by the fridge, oh, okay. but I mean I 
on that, that side. Wa- that it. way. Got it. Now, you have him in the closet, which is by her bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I see him in your shower. Which is where I take my bath. <laughs> in the guest room. Or in the guest bathroom. You kind of get it out of your house. <laughs> okay. So we have smudged it. Twice. Smudged her house twice now. And it feels fine. Leave it in the box. <laughs> I'm never going to take it out again. Please get the box out of your house. I won't. I promise I will not take it out again. I promise I won't. But Brad's coworker said she would take it if she needed to, and she's really into this, so I know that she'll be responsible with it. Mm-hmm. And we also smudged the board the second time. Yes. We forgot to do that the first time, but we yes. smudged my house, so I think it went back to the board. So, you know, like I said, I didn't feel anything. I didn't see anything. What was weird was the second time I took it out before you had come over and we had smudged is our puppy, Leia was barking into that bathroom and I grabbed her to like distract her and she peed. Yeah. Which obviously that's like. Yeah. And Brad was even in the bathroom. How many horror movies have we seen now? Yeah. (laughs) So it's either aliens or a demon (laughs) or just like a a spirit. You're reading all these stories about Ouija boards. Stop messing with it. I'm not messing (laughs) with it. (laughs) Okay, mom. (laughs) No more Ouija board stories from me. Unless this unlocked one. But I can't... We didn't touch it. God. I swear to God, you guys. You'll know. I won't know. I know I don't want to know. You'll be fine. There's nothing out there. I didn't open it. We didn't touch it. We're just talking about it. And we talked about it before, too. And it didn't come back out until I opened it, so... Mm, That's true. So thank you for joining us for our little haunted happy hour. And thank (sighs) you for letting us kind of deviate from our edited format. Well... This will be edited a little bit, but a lot of it won't be. It'll just be raw audio. So you're going to hear some things that we normally try to keep real quiet. But this is just more fun for us to be able to just kind of have a candid conversation. I hope you guys like it. Yeah. Because it was fun and scary. Yeah. But fun. The lights are on. (laughs) We we bitched out. (laughs) Turn the lights on. So like we said, we're going to try to do these once a month with different like categories. Next time we have planned... One of the most haunted islands in the entire world that has been closed by government officials. Like, you cannot go there unless you get special permits. Hopefully. We're hoping to get enough information for you guys. Obviously, if if a lot of people haven't been there, maybe there's not many stories But I think a lot of ghost hunters have. So, they might have been stories that are, like, more publicized, but it's still Maybe we'll get a hold of one of them. I don't know. Or the dude that has a crush on me at entertainment. Yes! (laughs) Said he was going to go there. Perfect. So if you listen to the fourth kind episode, which if you haven't, you should check it out because we have a special Instagram giveaway going on. At this point, we've exceeded it by probably a few hundred, mm-hmm. but... Or, We're so excited, you guys. Yeah, halfway to 2,000. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, we got to 1,000 streams, listens, and honestly... We understand that we are still very small, especially compared to some podcasts getting 50,000 downloads per episode per month. That is just insanity to me. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you wanted to listen to us a thousand times between yeah. all of you means more to us than we could ever actually put into words. We thought that this would just be yeah, we me didn't think and anybody you. would listen to us. Yeah. So the fact that we have listeners and that you are interacting with us, I mean, the Ouija board stories, I, we see your comments on Instagram. We try to reply to all of them. It just really 
means a lot. And we're excited to see where we grow over the next few years. We've got this podcast formatted all the way through 2019. Every single Monday has an upload schedule. Our movies are planned out. We're not going to leave you guys hanging. So do our extra episodes. And we have contingency plans in place if one of us can't record. So our goal is to never miss an upload. And so we work very hard on this. And for that to be received well... Like, I'm sounding like a broken record, but it just means a lot. So, we are doing a giveaway on our Instagram. And if you head over to the Exorcisters podcast on Instagram, it is in our feed. So, you should check it out. There's a lot of stuff. I think well over $100 worth of stuff. Yeah, And it's all horror-themed. We got stuff we would want, you guys. Yeah, and some of it we bought. We bought double of uh, some things. So go check it out. It's really easy. All you have to do is follow us and comment to enter. Like, it's not anything crazy. And then we are just going to do a random drawing to the winner. So so please go check that out and enter. And hopefully we get to send you some free stuff. Until then, stay creepy.